Hello, welcome inside the Chris Evans Podcast, joined today by the Blue Jay head coach of the baseball team, Terry Bennett Jr. We'll talk about the Blue Jays and the regional tournament, the season, and all that good stuff. But before we get started, a good reminder to say hello to our good friends at Mosquito Authority. MosquitoAuthority.com. Check them out there. It is mosquito season time. It's getting warm, and those mosquitoes are going to be out soon. And you want to protect your family during all those outings and barbecue and we, like my wife, if she gets hit one time, she's done, and she does not want any part of that. These folks not only do mosquitoes, but ticks, flies, and you can also check them out on Facebook, and they're very interactive on the Facebook post there. And so give them a shot at Mosquito Authority and uh, give them a phone call. That phone number uh, is on the screen, 405-299-0696. It is spring sports season. It is crazy time. Golf tennis, baseball, track, you name it, it is busy, but it's also baseball season. Coach Bennett, 21-9, uh, and nine. You, before, you, before you start the season playing 30 games, I think you would take 21 wins. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, if, you, if you told me we were going to win 21 out of the 30, I'd, I'd have told you you were crazy. I, I honestly thought we were going to be a pretty good team, but mm-hmm. I thought we'd be somewhere around about 500. Just because of the schedule that we yeah. had, so twenty one out of out of thirty is way above what I thought we would be. Absolutely, and we're going to talk about your schedule. We'll probably work reverse here because I want to talk about regional week here. It's the I think it's one of the most pressure weeks of the entire year. Even next week during the state tournament, there's going to be eight teams in five A, eight teams in six A, four and all that. And I think this is more pressured for a lot of coaches and players because getting to the show is the big part of it. And it's like, oh, we're there. Okay, now let's refocus and try to win this thing. But there are tons of pressure. Back in my umpiring days, those regional finals games and the first couple, those are those are big-time games. And so I think there's a bit more pressure this week than maybe even next week. Right. Well, I mean, we, uh, we talked with the team earlier this year and made some goals. And – the point of emphasis was making it to the state tournament. We wanted to host a regional. We didn't get to do that. But the main thing was making it to the state tournament, and our motto was get there and then see what happens. So, absolutely, the, the pressure is trying to get there. And you guys started off 13-0 on this year. And, you know, in baseball, no one is going to go undefeated. The Atlanta Braves, the Cubs, even the Cubs aren't going to go undefeated, TBJ. But right. uh, but 13-0 started off the right the right way. And I think that really got the confidence in not only the players, but the coaches and the fans. It was a good start to the season. Yeah, it was, I mean, a great start. Very surprising, in my opinion. I mean, you never would have thought first year being the head coach that you'd win 13 straight, talk to – uh, Coach Porter talked to Coach Chapel. They said the most they ever won to start off a season was like five or six. So yeah. they never got to 13. So, yeah, it was very surprising. Um, I was excited about it. Didn't really get to enjoy it as much as you would think I would because you win and go, you play a game, then you're on to the next thing that you have to get done. Yeah. Which is, I mean, turning on the sprinklers or <laughs> getting in a bus request or something like that. So yeah, I didn't get to just, you know – live in the moment like I wanted to. I'll think about it once the season's over, but 
Yeah, yeah we'll, uh, we'll talk administrative stuff here in a second because it is a whole different animal being the head guy. Oh, yeah. I, I know that for sure. So, But during that uh, streak, I mean, the, the, the district schedule was a little bit uh, easier at the beginning than it was toward the end. But right. you know, in the middle of that 13-game winning streak was a 2-1 victory over Dell. Yeah. I mean, I think UCO would be happy with the victory over Dell. But I thought that was a, a good win to say, hey, we can win big games against good teams right. and good pitching. The the thing that made me the happiest about that win was we have a lot of kids, and I tell our coaches all the time, we have a lot of football players, so they're used to a routine. Yeah. And we scheduled that game the night before we played it. So it was something that was way out of their normal routine. And to show up and play well against an opponent like that, you know, I was very pleased with that. District-wise, uh, you know, start off really strong with victories over El Reno, Southeast, Guyman, and some other and another team there. But Dale it was – Dell City, there you go. Uh, but, uh, you know, like football, where you, where you always say this is one of the toughest districts in the state, and boy, I tell you, baseball is right up there with it. Right. And it's the same teams, Carl Albert, Piedmont, McGinnis, just like in yeah. football. Uh, throw Guthrie in there as well and uh, able to split with McGinnis. Carl Albert and Piedmont get the sweep there, but – I think uh, you got to see some of the best teams in 5A. I think on the yeah. east side, there's Collinsville and Sepulpa, but you got to see the best teams and what it looks like and what you have to uh, overcome. Right. Well, I mean, in my opinion, Piedmont was probably the best team we saw all year, just top to bottom. Yeah. I thought Carl Albert, of course, is right <laughs> up there with them. I thought they were, they swing it. I mean, they, they're going to score five or six runs. You know, Piedmont might be a two or three run an inning type team, yeah. they swing it from top from one to nine better, but Carl Albert's just explosive, man. They, they can hit it out the out the yard, and you can't make any mistakes with them. But I think those are definitely the two best teams we've seen this year. Yeah, and, and Carl Albert just has that 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 factor where they've won it before, and you just you yeah. go in. They know that people got to the finals last year, but they never won a baseball right. title, so they're gonna have to overcome that. Where Carl Albert's been there, done that. And it'll be surprising if they don't to them. Right. Yeah. I mean, been there, done that, and everything that they do down there, football, yeah. basketball, baseball, whatever it is, jacks, I don't care what it is, they're, they're used to winning. Yeah. So. Uh, when we're, we're talking about some of the players here in a little bit, speaking with Blue Jay head coach Terry Bennett, Elgin Regional, Blue Jays finished fourth in the district. We were just talking about how tough it was. Piedmont wins the district. Carl Albert, two. They both get the host. McGinnis goes on the road. Guthrie goes on the road. But uh, on the road to Elgin, who has a, a good resume when you look at their like at their schedule, and uh, they won that district. They had the defending state champions in that uh, in that district. Noble has one of the top pitchers in the state of Oklahoma in that district as well. But Elgin, just like in football, we saw making that move to four A up to five A and making a splash quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really solid team. Everything I've heard about them or seen myself is that they don't make a whole lot of mistakes, really aggressive on the base pass. They have four or five good arms that are going to throw strikes and battle you and make you put it in play, and they play good defense behind it. And, uh, but, I mean, speaking of Elgin, but we still got to get past Altus to even get to them. And right. Altus is a scrappy bunch. I mean, we already saw them once this year. I think that was a 3-2 game in like the fourth or fifth inning, and then we busted it open. 
And then we ended their season last year, so they're going to come in motivated, ready to play us. Yeah, yeah. Guthrie won that game against Altus in the Duncan tournament, and uh, I believe they threw one of their top pitchers in that game. But if I know Terry Bennett was the coach of the Altus Bulldogs, he'd be saying, hey, we uh, we didn't play our best, we threw our best, but now it's, they ended our season. All that stuff he just said, they're coming in motivated for uh, Thursday's oh, showdown. Oh, no, most definitely. I mean, they threw their best guy against us, and – I thought that they – I heard that he missed practice or something, so he didn't throw on Monday or Tuesday of that, that week. But I thought they were loading up, trying, yeah. to, trying to come get us because we ended their season <laughs> yeah, last year. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I'm sure they're going to be motivated to come get us. And, I mean, if we show up and play well, we should you know, handle business. Yeah, Blue Jays play Altus Thursday, one thirty, and then hopefully win that game and play Thursday night again, more than likely against Elgin. And that second game, after you win your first one, that second game is the most important, one of the most important games. It puts you in that driver's seat where you have to be beaten twice to uh, to not make the state tournament. But uh, talk about some of the, the the players this year, Coach. I mean, uh, the good thing about going into this regional with Elgin, I, I haven't done a whole lot of work on Elgin or Altus, but you know, I don't think they've been to the state tournament. Uh, in a few years, and especially not 5A. However, this Guthrie squad, this, this group of seniors, went to the state tournament as sophomores, and they got beat that game, but they've gone on the road in a regional setting and won it. So that has to help a little bit with confidence for these guys. After practice today, we talked about it, and it seems like they're confident, but that year that we made the state tournament in baseball, in football that year, we beat Lawton Mack in the playoffs, and then we went to Lawton Mack in the regional in baseball and beat them. So the motto today was let's try to do that same thing. And, and we ended Elgin's season in football this year, so let's go to Elgin. No, let's not even play the regional. Let's just go to state. Yeah, let's, let's try to end their, their baseball season. Yeah. But easier said than done. Absolutely. Good, good senior group here. You got some leadership at the top of the top of the lineup, a little bit at the bottom of the lineup as well, a little bit in the middle. You got uh, six or seven seniors that uh, have been day in and day out players for this year's squad, and uh, just talk about some of those players and and what they've done for this lineup. Uh, that that senior group is. I mean, I've been with them since they were seventh graders in yeah. football and baseball. I love them to death. And they've been big for us. They was big for us when we made the state tournament. We started six sophomores this yeah. year. So they've been big for us for three years now, but I mean, all of them. Zach Henry's been big on the mound. His he, the, he's filled the ball well this yeah. year. I mean, the way he circles the ball and fills it, he's been right. he's been. And when he, in fact, you know, he got eight up a, a, with a ground ball the other day. I was like, oh, wow, I hadn't seen that all year. But he's right. been really and, good. And he's moved to shortstop. Yes, I mean, he was a great third baseman for us for two years. So he's made the move to shortstop, and he's played well for us. And he was looking for to play college football. I was like, man, Zach, after watching for about a month of baseball, you might right. want to try some some baseball looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, him, Carson Wilder's been good for us. He's Going into the season, we talked about hitting doubles, and he's done that a lot more. He hit two yeah. doubles last year, and I told him, you run way too well to only hit two doubles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You hit the ball too hard, and you run way too well to only have two doubles. So that was been a point of emphasis with him, but he's been good for us. Your son, of course, Kale. I think he was leading the team and hitting until last night. So. Yeah, and he's uh, he, he's had he's had a lot of fun with it. He's had to move to third base as well, yeah. which is a uh, he. I think he told me he really likes it a lot more because yeah. he has less time to think. Yeah, that's what he, that's what he told us. That's why we put him over there. We had played around with it, but then he came and said, "I like third base more because I don't have to think about it." Yeah, so, and I try to listen to my players some and put them in position to be comfortable. So 
Yeah, he's went he's went over there and played well for us, and that's opened it up for the freshman to play a little bit at second base. Uh, Jace Rainwater. So. Yeah, but uh, then who else? We, but your Willie, outfield, Willie and, and Jackson Willie, have been Willie. have been staples and, in left and, and center field. And Dement, and Dement. Like, <laughs> yes, all of them have been yeah. out there since they were sophomores. So, and Willie and Jackson at one point in time this year, especially when we went on that five game losing streak, and we weren't fielding it that well. We were all like, let, please let them hit a fly ball to yeah. Leah Jackson. Like that. That's what we needed at the time. Mm-hmm. Both of them were playing so well, and they've been good for us for three years now. And, uh, and one other senior talking about Brent Engel, it, it always feels like Brent is going to have to play a key – is going to have to throw a key inning somewhere. He just had that feeling. You know, he's been pitching well, but it just feels like he has one or two very important innings yeah, coming up. He's a, right. He's <laughs> yeah. an innings eater for us. Yeah. And, Right conditions, if we can get the wind blowing in or something, he's perfect for us. I've messed with him this year some because he's throwing it about, I think, four or five mile an hour harder than yeah. him. And I told him, <laughs> Where that's that come a mistake. Yeah. Where'd that come from? Mistake. Yeah. You went from really slow and hard to hit to throwing it perfect speed yeah. for people. If you're going to jump, jump about 12 mile an hour, not four or five. Yeah. Now you're perfect for him. But, yeah, he's, he's going to be big for us. I think I expect him to throw a couple of big innings in the regional. So. Mm-hmm. Bragged on the seniors, but you also you're not, you're you're senior heavy, but you also got freshmen in and out of the lineup. When you talk about Chase Rainwater, Kellen Herzl, Owen Wilder has really come on uh, as a, as as a pitcher. As a pitcher, yeah. And so uh, you got some freshmen that have contributed as well. Yeah, and a lot of them are little brothers or yeah. little cousins and uh-huh. something like that. But yeah, Jace Jace started off really good for us, and then kind of started slumping there, swinging the bat and fielding, and. I mean, took it like a champ. We we benched him, and he never complained. And any time that we had extra time at the field, he'd show up and want to take ground balls. And mm-hmm. he's just he just grinded and worked his way back into the lineup. He's starting to hit the ball too. Yeah, 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 hitting the ball real well. I got to get on him every now and then. He had him a few weeks ago. He led off a JV game and hit it off the wall left field. Uh oh. And then like the yeah. next day, in inner squad, <laughs> he led off the inner squad, hitting it off the wall in yeah. left field, and then. Just got into trying to yank everything. Yep. So we've got him back thinking middle-middle, and now he's starting to hit the ball again. Then uh, you had Kellen Herzl, who's been the DH for mm-hmm. a month now, who's hitting it well. He started, he's starting to slump a little bit now, but he hit a ball hard. He hit it on the button last night, which I was happy to see. is yeah. just right at the second baseman, though. But, I mean, he's still hitting over 300-something as a freshman. And Owen has been really good for us on the mound. Uh, and we, we got a handful of freshmen that I think are going to contribute a lot next year. Yeah, there's no doubt. Kind of like the sophomores or the senior class had to do as sophomores. And uh, when you say slumps, every baseball player goes in slumps. I mean, right. you just you just hope it's a short slump and not a long slump, and you hope it's in the middle of the year or at the beginning of the year and not at the end. Slumps are going to happen in baseball. Right. Oh, they are. I mean, nobody's immune to it in and it might be a slump where you're still hitting the ball hard. You're just hitting it right at people. Ugh, so Frustrating. Right. So the, talking about regional play, got through place Altus 130 on Thursday. Hopefully win that game and play a little bit later on. Two games regardless on Thursday. And then uh, got through to try to win it all on Friday. If necessary, game will be on Saturday. And you were an all-state pitcher. My brother, your pitching coach, uh, pitched at a high level. Both of you guys did in college baseball. 
regionals and state baseball comes down to pitching. Yeah. You got to have your one, two, and then that third guy, whoever it is, has to come through. I don't care if you're Jinx, Junior, or Wasso. That third guy is crucial because you got you just got to go with your one, two on there, right. and someone's got to come up big with big innings. But pitching is what wins regionals and state. Absolutely. I mean, we uh, we won regionals a couple of years ago, and Josh Rang stepped up and pitched well for us mm-hmm. in the regional and did what a number one was supposed to do. And then Peyton Miller and Zach Henry combined to send us to state. So, um, like you said, it was three guys that stepped up big for us, and we're going to have to have that same thing this year, hopefully from Zach and Owen and uh, Luke Hubbard. Yeah, and Luke, Luke Hubbard, a junior, we talked about him. He's, he's you know, started a little bit. He's come out, uh, thrown some innings uh, in relief as well. And that's always a positive because now if he can start the game, he knows how to do that. If he has to come in relief, he knows how to do that as well where, you know, starting pitchers go to relief. There's a transition period. And so right. with Luke getting some innings here as of late in relief, I think that will help as well. Yeah, he, uh, he struggled a little bit. And me and your brother, <laughs> Coach Phillips, we like to push buttons, and Luke is one of those kids that will, you know, <laughs> he responds it every now and then. So yeah, we'll we'll throw somebody else in the starting lineup with an idea that we're going to put him in at some point in time in the game, and he's going to come in pissed off. Yeah, yeah, and then, absolutely. And then he'll show up for us. So mm-hmm. that's what we've been trying to do: push buttons a little bit and get get the best out of him. But we're going to need him in the regional. Yeah, you, you talk about Zach Henry as a sophomore. I thought he was tremendous against uh, McGinnis at McGinnis when the offense was struggling to get going. He kept the, he kept your team in there until the offense goes, got those three runs in the sixth inning. Mm-hmm. Great outing. Yeah, Zach Henry's a dog, man. I mean, yeah. he's, he's the most competitive guy we have on the team. Yeah. So, And when he's in the right frame of mind, I mean, he's, he's one of my favorite players. So when a, his sophomore year, Coach Porter – he would drive Coach Porter crazy. <laughs> yeah. Coach Porter's like, you got yeah. him. I'm like, that's fine with me. I I, I like what he does. Yeah. So yeah. when he's in the right frame of mind. Now, right. there's some times that he drives me nuts, too, and we have some knockdown drag outs. Mm-hmm. But if we need to win a game, he's the guy I want on the bump. Well, you've been a Blue Jay your entire life. Uh, you got the head job this past summer, and there was like – and, you know, you were kind of like, do I want it? Do I not want it there for a little bit? But, uh, I, you know, I think you look back on it and thought it would be a uh, – it was a great choice. Well, the th- the reason I was hesitant is because being a Blue Jay, I'd already talked to Coach Morgan about possibly helping out with the basketball team. So I was going right. to be a high school football coach, a high school basketball coach, and a high school baseball coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had an opportunity to help out all three programs, so – I was kind of torn between yeah. becoming the head coach and not helping out basketball, and me and you were teammates in basketball. Yeah. So, you know, I love that program mm-hmm. just like I do baseball. So, And then I talked to family and friends, and they were like, you gotta, you got to try to get it. So they convinced me, and it's been a great decision for me. So what? Uh, what? There's so much more than coaching. And 21 and 9, but uh, as you, you kind of alluded to a little bit, uh, buses, water, yeah, umpires, umpires. scheduling, scheduling. Yeah, that's well, ugh, that's not only scheduling. scheduling late, you got in late on the scheduling, scheduling. Like getting in late, and you only have one field. Yeah, so. yeah, and you got junior high. Yeah, <laughs> to try to schedule junior high, JV, and varsity with yeah. one field. So, yeah, it it was crazy. I remember talking to Stan Blundell over at Kingfisher early in August, and scheduling our scrimmages and our games with him. And he was like, well, I'm done with my schedule now. He's like, I've been doing this for 31 years, and mm-hmm. this is the earliest I've been done with my yeah. schedule. Like, 
It's like I don't know what's going on, but something's happening where everybody's getting it done way sooner than they normally do. So, yeah, that's been hectic. Uh, getting excuse list in, you got to have them in like two weeks ahead of time or something. Yeah, it's funny because sometimes we can't get home from baseball game. The school's call me. Your son's been absent. Go, oh, Bennett, yeah. <laughs> our coaching staff didn't get our absences right. in. <laughs> right. So that kind of stuff is yeah. you know yeah. just getting used to that. Coach Porter handled all of that. I didn't have a clue he was doing all that. He was so good at it that I didn't even know it was going yeah. on. So, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that part has been a lot. And thank God I've had assistants and Coach Porter's still around and yep. Coach Chapel's still around. And Coach BB, I talk to all of them and get advice on stuff all the time. So. Well, and you had to learn quick. I mean, it was, yeah. a, it was a quick process yeah. from getting oh, hired. It was very quick, late yeah. in the game. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And – I'm just ready for that to be second nature where all of that is just running smoothly and I don't yeah. even have to think about it. Yeah, I think that'll that'll come pretty quick. What's the one thing they're like, man, I didn't, I didn't even know they did that. Uh, well, like the excuse list for one. Yeah. I, I mean, I thought – Two weeks in advance, yeah, that's hard to like, do. I thought you could just <laughs> type up a sheet of you – know, yeah. Like there's a thing that we have to go to online and yeah. type it in for them. Like I thought I could just type up my own list and turn it in and hand it to somebody and – It'd be okay, but no, there's a whole process to it, and it's got to be in like two Thursdays before the actual date or something, something like that, something crazy. So, I don't want to keep you much longer, but you know, you're a guru watching game film, especially when it comes to football. You love watching game film. How how do you watch game film in baseball? Do you know like the Elgin four hole is slumping the last two weeks, so he's not playing good right now? I mean, how do you how do you look at not just Elgin, but another team. How do you game plan for them? Do you look for tendencies? I mean, throw them outside, inside. Yeah. I, mean, how? I just, I just try to watch. Luckily, most of them are right behind home plate. The videos, so I just try to watch their swings. And yeah, you know, you can't really tell how hard a guy is throwing on video. So, but you still just try to watch their swings. And you know, if you know me, if I can. See anybody giving any type of signal or yeah, anything? I, yeah. might, I, might, <laughs> I might try to see if I can pick up something on that. But for the most part, I just watch kids swings. Yeah, if they're if they're the pitcher, if it's a good angle and you can see breaking balls and that kind of stuff, just see how sharp the breaking ball is. Do they slow down on it or see if they tip it? You know, or any type of thing like that. Finish this up here. I think uh, your booster club has worked hard for you guys with some new stuff at there. But I, and it, one of the things I'm really excited is we've had some really great crowds the entire year. Uh, you know, a lot of parent involvement with the players. But our crowds have been tremendous at home this year. Yeah, I think that comes from your brother over there uh, running the Facebook page and yeah. getting all that information out to everybody. And I mean, and then just with our staff. I mean, we only have one guy on our staff that didn't play here. Yeah. So and he's he's been around and his dad coached kids that's from here, so he has a connection to us. So I think it's just having a bunch of coaches from here, everybody's excited about it. No doubt about that. And again, it's regionals. Guthrie goes to Elgin, take on Altus on Thursday. I remember we got to go to the state tournament uh, more times than we didn't when we played. And I remember regional week being the funnest week of practice. Yeah. Is it's a little bit loose and you just have fun. Well, you know, I we try to make it loose, but me and you played basketball, so by the time we showed we, no up, practice, there wasn't a whole lot of practice, no practice. going on anyway. Yeah, basketball's okay. over with. We're scrimmaging. Yeah. We're, sometimes we're playing games yeah. already. Well, Even I mean, better. we make the state tournament in basketball, so by the time we get there, we're already playing real games. Yeah, My, I had two seasons where 
my off season was a thirty pitch bullpen, and then I was throwing like the next game. Yeah, so yeah. My first game, our senior year, you may not remember, I was a uh, Carl Albert at home, and I threw nine innings, coming <laughs> straight off the coming straight off the basketball court. <laughs> If I did that with a kid now, I'd probably get fired. Oh, well, yeah, well, the pitch limit would yeah. probably eat you up there, too. Right. But Well, it is always fun. It was my fault. I should have had you on many more times before now. But, uh, oh, no man, uh, it is uh, it is a fun time of the season. Best of luck uh, on in the Elgin Regional. And uh, senior night was fun. And hopefully uh, these seniors can taste the state tournament one more right. time. And then with that process, the young guys get a little bit of taste of it as well and yeah. build that program up. Yeah. You know our tradition is uh, when we make the state tournament is living on Tulsa time, and it's in Tulsa this year. It so is. I told them I really want to play that song on the bus on the way home. So I might I might have to ride the bus home with yeah, you guys if that if that works. So all right, let's do it, Coach Ben. Appreciate you stopping by and visiting for a little bit. Yeah, all right, thank you, Chris. Blue Jay head coach Terry Bennett again. Blue Jays play in the Elgin Regional on Thursday. Go out and support the Jays. Get out of school and go watch the Blue Jays if you're a student. Talk to you next time. This is the Chris Evans Podcast.